to the musician's journey. My name is Ragnhild and when I started making this podcast I had only just started to build my career as a freelance cellist in Stockholm, Sweden. Now, soon to be three years later, I have so much work that podcasting couldn't be prioritized but I enjoy these conversations so much so I'm still making them, though sporadically. One of the projects that I've invested a lot of time in during these past couple of years is a cello course online with videos. I don't know if I should call it a course, though it's more of a space for learning. If you're curious about that, you can read more on my website ragnhildvesenberg.com and if you didn't catch that, uh, there is a link in the show notes. Apart from my online learning space, I've put my energy into teaching and rehearsing and gigging and promoting and ah, all of those things. And something that has been helpful for me as a freelancer is an online community of freelancers and entrepreneurs where we support each other with each other's various projects. It's called The Box and you can read more at theboxworkshop.com and with the code CELLO you'll get 30% off your first month. There's a link in the show notes to that as well, theboxworkshop.com. Now, if you want to inspire me to keep on making this podcast, I will anyway, but if you want to inspire me a little extra, you're welcome to buy me a coffee through my page on coffee.com. Kofi.com. K-O-F-I.com. And now... Over to today's conversation with my cello pupil, Daniel Arden. My colleague in the US, Emily Wright, made an episode on her Lonely Cello podcast where she talked to a couple of her adult pupils. And I thought it was such a good idea. I wanted to do it too. Being an adult beginner at cello playing can be daunting to many people. And it can be very motivating and encouraging to listen to what others have to say about their experience. Can you first just introduce yourself, say a little bit about who you are? Yeah, um, thank you for having me first. And my name is Daniel, uh, Daniel Arden, and I come from the Czech Republic. And that's also where I started playing the cello for the first time. And um, currently I live in Sweden and, and I moved one year ago and that's when we started having lessons as well. And yeah, to, to get back to my uh, cello journey, I started at the age of 20. So now it's been like four years uh, and a half. And uh, like I knew, I knew always that I wanted to do something with music. And also my brother is actually like uh, creating electronic music. So I was also quite drawn to it from early age, but I never really had the, um, like maybe courage even, <laughs> or opportunity to even start. And ever since I was a small kid, like maybe 10 or nine, I was always thinking about playing the piano, which eventually I also started when I was 18, but I'm just like learning on my own. Um, but then I was watching, uh, the Game of Thrones and I really liked the soundtrack and, um, how the composers, uh, how the composer works with, uh, the sound of the cello. And 
also how the melody and different kind of playing are being used for like uh, different regions in the series and so and so then I decided that um, I'd like to learn to play the cello as well so and being 20 years old you didn't already have like enough to do you found the space to actually go through with that idea yeah I mean um I was I wanted to just try it out. Um I wasn't uh, necessarily sure that I will continue or that it's something that I will do for many years, but um after I started playing and it was like maybe uh one year into playing the cello, I decided uh, or realized that it's something that uh like makes me really happy when I practice and when I improve and also when I'm able to play some nice sound. <laughs> And so I can feel now that it's something that um, I would like to keep continuing for life. Uh, I'm not saying that I will probably be like always having enough time for it or always enough motivation, but I think it will just go like cyclically that um, like or in waves that sometimes I'll have more uh, time and motivation, sometimes maybe less, but I don't think it's going anytime anywhere away. That's quite rare for me to hear someone who is aware of this pattern that in order to to get somewhere with the cello you have to have this approach that you just described it simply has to be something that you decide will be in your life and it will go up and down and that's okay that's how everything goes did that approach just come to you did it come from somewhere or is it just a natural way for you to approach anything Mm, it's hard to tell honestly because um in many situations i'm rather like an impulsive person that uh basically on the spot i decide oh i want to do this and then i start doing something um let's say drawing and then like one month later i realized oh i'm bored i don't want to do this anymore and perhaps i never come back to it again but uh, as I said, like in the beginning, like the w- initial want or like maybe the honeymoon period, I would call it, uh, with the cello, it's been uh, like going on for a pretty long time. Like, as I said, maybe the one year or something. And then as the, I guess, relationship started maturing in a way after one year, I, I it was like this different kind of relationship where it wasn't the like initial spark that, oh, it's uh, like something new and exciting which uh, it still in a way is depending on what I play or um, if I try out something new, of course, but uh, just like the presence of the instrument and playing it in general, it's like, of course, not a new idea after one year. Uh, but that's where the relationship started like being a bit different, that I felt more uh, connected and that's like it's something that I cannot imagine like living without anymore. Um, so uh, it's... It's not many things that uh, I start and I'm willing to continue. And even like having this idea that exactly as I described that, uh, oh yeah, currently I maybe don't feel like uh, exercising or I don't feel like practicing or playing, but I know and I'm sure that I will get back to it, which doesn't always happen. So um, yeah, I think the first time I had this uh, feeling was probably with the piano and then uh, like with the cello as well. So I assume it has something to do with music. <laughs> as this honeymoon period, as you call it, uh, changed into something else, 
Did you then discover that playing the cello has some kind of therapeutic effect on you and that's why you want to that's why it's a part of your life do you know exactly what you discovered there um I've, i would say for sure that it has some kind of therapeutic effect especially if um it, it doesn't even have to be that i'm practicing something like from my sheet music that i get from my teacher but um when i'm like just playing whatever i feel like or whatever i want um it has this uh it brings this sense of like maybe calmness and also being present in the moment which in general is pretty hard to do i would say and uh also for me since i'm very often like all over the place thinking about everything but then when i sit down with the piano or the cello and then uh just play whatever i feel like um the time really like flies and um it is therapeutic in a way because i'm not thinking about anything else and that's very a nice feeling <laughs> what do you mean by playing exactly what you want um what i mean by that is just uh, like not following any even like conventions or trying to play in a uh, some key or trying to play some uh like constant rhythm or like uh, something more regular but just playing however i want uh combining any kind of notes combining any kind of rhythms and not respecting any rules is there something you do only when you're home alone um for the most part yes <laughs> that's something to many people is kind of scary but maybe you have an advantage there since you didn't do this classical music training from being a child you you approached music making from a different place and i can imagine that it might be easier for you to just play around however however you want i think for me and many other people who started as young children and studied classical music improvisation is so different and can be very scary and feel very mm. alien it's under it's understandable that um like you know when you grow up with the education and also like following some patterns that it's harder to break from them but for me it's uh, since uh like it's for me it's easy not to obey some rules or adhere to some conventions because i don't even know they exist oftentimes so yeah. uh that's why it makes easier for me to just like not respect any rules or forms because um i don't even know like the specific ones about their existence so yeah now you said listening to the soundtrack of game of thrones was inspiring for you to pick up the cello when you then got to that place where you had a cello and you came to your first lesson and i guess your teacher didn't straight away show you how to play the game of thrones soundtrack was there a disappointment there like did you have this feeling of oh there is such a long way to go before i can even reach my goal like how was that experience like how did you get through this first year of going through the basics and becoming aware of everything that you don't know 
Yeah. Um, I think what definitely helped here is that uh, ever since I was a small kid and I had people uh, or like my classmates and friends who played the violin or uh, the cello and like I always grew uh, I grew up in the sense that um, I always knew that this is like one of the most difficult instruments to practice or play and master. Uh, I'm talking about like both instruments in general and uh, therefore like um, I didn't even go into the lesson with the expectation that I will be able to play the melody of the Game of Thrones in even a couple of months. So I guess that helped that uh, my expectations weren't very high. Um, because what I was uh, even telling to myself is that if after one, like half a year or one year I will be able to play like two two octaves of a scale uh, like pretty, pretty fluently, then... I think that will be a quite good progress already. So um, I didn't have very high expectations since I expected it to be very difficult. That sounds wise. You know, sometimes <clears throat> I have adults coming to me for their first lessons and I ask them what they are dreaming of playing. And then they uh, they say a title of a pop song or a classical piece. And I want them to get this feeling of that being possible. And so I make some arrangement of it or I even bring the sheet music because, you know, we can always play something from anything. But uh, they, I think they just get really scared and then they... I don't see them again. <laughs> so I I don't think I don't think I should do that. I think I should just take it from the beginning and if someone has a dream of playing something, I should just trust that that dream will keep them motivated through the beginning, the first year or so of learning the basics. I think that's something that most people can live with. Yeah, I'm going to stop doing that. And so did you at some point get to play the Game of Thrones? Yes, I did. And I think it uh, it was like maybe after um, three quarters of a year. It was maybe not even a year that um, I was playing. And then we got to play some, of course, like uh, easier version for two cellos with my teacher, uh, which was very nice. So, yeah. I did. Nice. And you realize that life continues after having reached the dream. Oh, for sure. But uh, the, 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 it's a good thing and maybe a bad thing, but I view it as a good thing is that uh, I always have like hundreds of ideas what else I want to play next. So um, I don't think it's going any time away. And even if it was the case that I didn't know what to play next... Uh, I can always just sit down and play whatever is on my mind. So yeah, that's also nice. During your first time of playing or any time of learning the cello, did you have a moment of thinking that you wanted to quit? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it happens. Uh, it ba basically happens often when I'm practicing something that is like very difficult. And then also... At the same time, I don't know the way out in a way that uh, like there is some difficult passage. And then 
um, like, as I said, sometimes I may be too impulsive, so it's a bit difficult for me to, like, wind down and just tell to myself, okay, this uh, couple of next bars in this piece that I'm learning is pretty difficult, so I need to take it really, really slowly. And that's where sometimes I get frustrated, because um, it's not going as well as I expected myself to go through it. So uh, then sometimes there is this thinking... Oh, like, uh, why am I even playing or something? <laughs> or maybe uh, I shouldn't continue. <laughs> but um, it goes away pretty quickly. So it's, it's, it's once I reach that point, it basically just means that I need to take a break. And then, you know, if I come back to it next day, it's always better. <laughs> yes. I know I wanted to quit during my first year, but I can't remember it myself. It was my mom who told me, and she said, yeah, you can quit, but wait until the holiday. And that was very smart, because if she had said, of course, we'll quit right now, then I wouldn't have been playing cello today. And you know, being, I was nine years old, and I must have forgotten pretty quickly that at some point I had wanted to quit. So yeah, it's the it's a feeling that can come, but it's also a feeling that will go. Uh, if it doesn't go after yeah. maybe a long period of time, it could it could be taken seriously. But usually, it can we can just allow it to go away. Can you say something about your uh, beginning? So you're you were twenty years old. And you wanted to start learning how to play the cello. How did you go about that? Uh, well, for me, the process was pretty easy because, um, like, what was happening during the time or the moment where I decided, yes, I want to play the cello, uh, was when there was the uh, uh, third episode of the eighth uh, season of Game of Thrones airing and there was like this one specific piece that I don't want to spoil to anyone but there was this one specific piece that was playing and then I decided yes I want to get the cello and after watching the episode I just um, looked up if there is perhaps any place to rent a cello in Prague where I used to live at that time and fortunately there was so I contacted one place where uh, they are renting musical instruments and then I think I got it a week later or something so it was pretty quick and then again I went just online and found myself a teacher and that was the story so it was really quick like within uh, two weeks after uh, like engraving in stone that yes I want to play the cello after two weeks I had my first lesson already yeah. And how uh, did you find a place for cello practice in your life? Did you find a routine, like a specific type of day that you always practice? Um, I tried many times, but um, sometimes adhering to some routines for me is pretty difficult. So um, mostly it has been really just how I felt. And then also the more, um, the closer the lesson was, the more I was practicing because I was a bit stressed out that uh, I haven't practiced as much. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there was too much of a structure in there. But you anyway, I mean, it's working for you, not having a structure. Yeah. Yes. It... 
Uh, it seems like it's working. Sometimes I just need to remind myself that, yes, I should practice because I don't always feel like practicing, of course, uh, which I guess is natural. And um, so, yeah, sometimes I need to remind myself that, um, and it's something that also my previous teacher has taught me that, um, like, it's very important to, like, every day just even spend five minutes. It doesn't matter what you play. Uh, but just take the instrument and try to play something. And um, I think that works pretty well. I'm not saying that I'm doing it every day as well, but um, I'm trying to. Mm. Yeah, it can be very liberating to just having decided something. I mean, now you inspired me to do that. I don't practice every day now, but just hearing you saying that made me feel, oh yeah, I'll try that. I'll just decide that every day I take out my cello and at least just play some open strings. And of course, it always turns into more than that, but to just have that as a rule in my life instead of every day, ah, oh, is this a day for practicing? Is this a day for practicing? Because that's more energy-consuming, really. I think it also really depends on the person, because I know a couple of people who... Like, they actually enjoy having a structure and um, maybe even planning a week in advance and setting, um, like, the times in advance that, oh, I will practice the cello on Tuesday and on Thursday and also on Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. And outside of that time, they don't really, uh, like, touch the instrument or something. And so I'm not talking about specific people playing the instrument because... Uh, I don't know of any who have this schedule for instrument, but um, I know of people who do do have this like weekly planning for work or other activities, and it works out for them. And they set like one week in advance when they are going to practice or um, like do some activity, and then they do it at that time. And I know that, for example, for me, it doesn't work as much. Uh, so for me, it's just better just to remind myself. Um, I have to spend at least five minutes with the cello every day. And then, yes, of course, uh, some, like, sometimes it happens that after five minutes or something, I just end because I feel like doing something else. But then I still like have shown up. So um, it still leaves a good feeling behind that I didn't just abandon it. <laughs> and then uh, sometimes uh, when I play for five minutes, I actually feel like playing much longer. So I do that as mm. well. So, yeah. um, I really wanted to ask you a bit about um, technique, cello technique. You have come so far, like you are playing in the thumb positions and you're playing proper cello repertoire. Can you say something about how that has been for you, learning you know, the higher positions, developing technique? What has helped you get to where you are um it's a bit of a difficult question because um i feel like a lot of the like practicing and then the result comes sort of naturally in a way that um like as one example is that um like currently if uh, i'm playing the cello and then i just like think of some pitch that i want to play 
um, I sort of have developed, I guess, the sense that I know where it will be in about. So uh, what I'm talking about is, for example, when we are playing on the A string and then I'm in the first position on top and then I need to uh, glisse com like completely down somewhere on like two octaves higher, um, then even without thinking, it comes often very naturally that I know like where the pitch is going to be. So uh, why I'm saying what I'm saying by that is that sometimes it's hard to me for me to explain like how I develop this technique in a way because um, it's been just that uh, some of my teachers have shown me uh, how it's played or maybe I experimented myself and then it started working. So um, I am uh, unfortunately I'm uh, I'm afraid I cannot answer how like. What is the steps and the process I'm doing in that? Because, as I said, sometimes it comes very naturally and I don't really have the control of the process because I don't know if, like, what's happening in behind the scenes in the brain. Has, has it been challenging to learn how to read sheet music? Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I mean, it's still a challenge up till now, of course. It just depends what kind of piece it is and also uh, what's the tempo, etc. Because, um, um, like, for me, what I'm struggling with still is uh, counting and keeping track of the rhythm. And then also, like, when reading sheet music, is like so much stuff is going on that it's... Uh, sometimes difficult to be concentrated all at one, uh, like on everything at once, and then also like having to play the instrument actually and producing some sound. So uh, sometimes it can get a bit of an overwhelming situation. Uh, but in general, uh, for me, like the what makes it really easy uh, how to practice the sheet music. So either I'm just uh, trying to go like one note by a note. And then I would write down what pitch it is so that I know how to play or that I would write the numbers of the fingers. So it also makes it easier uh, so that I know what I'm supposed to play and I can prepare such a piece like before I start playing it. And that's also what uh, I'm always doing on the lessons uh, with my teacher. So uh, with you that whenever we are going through some piece, of course, we are writing numbers for the fingers because... Uh, that's what helps me the most and yeah and then also another thing that I'm doing that whenever there is some piece or even a tune that I'm playing uh, I'm trying to find a recording online for it so that I can listen to it before uh, starting to play it because um, I cannot just like play it back in my head by just looking the sh at the sheet music uh, that's not something where I am at right now and I uh, think it requires some practice or maybe uh, it's just you either are gifted or not I don't know <laughs> but uh, yeah it's also very helpful for me to just uh, try to find the recording on the internet listen to it and then it also makes the playing much easier um, because I sort of like remember how it's supposed to sound like so yeah today it's a little hard to imagine how it was like to learn an instrument before <laughs> before there were recordings and these these helpful tools we have today why do you choose to take lessons from 
a teacher rather than just using all the resources you can find online? Um, mostly it's for the mo- for the most part it's because um, I'm I'm also afraid that I would uh, like develop some technique wrong uh, because I think it goes the same as for exercising like uh, ex- doing some sports or exercising the body um, like if you don't really have the guidance of someone skilled and professional in that field I think you you can essentially damage your muscles or something and i think the same goes like here when playing the cello uh that you can develop some technique that makes first your life more difficult so uh then it means that maybe the motivation whenever it goes a bit down that uh it will be more difficult to follow through but it might be only because the technique is wrong and like uh the player is making it harder for themselves and that's not something you can get feedback on when trying to learn from online resources uh, they just show you uh, like oh this is how you're supposed to hold uh, your thumb or how you're supposed to uh, put the fingers on the fingerboard and how you're supposed to bow and then you do it but you don't actually know if it's correct or not you don't get the feedback and that's why i for me it's much better also Uh, to have a lesson in person so that the teacher can guide me Um, and also I can have a bunch of questions in the process and again like if someone is just learning from online resources I don't think that's very possible to just uh, ask a question regarding some technique or some way of playing and then getting the feedback straight away Uh, because normally if of course I would like to ask something online that I don't know maybe I would go on reddit or something and ask someone there but of course it will take some time till they respond then also it might not be someone who is actually skilled and professional so uh, the answer might be even outright wrong so um, I think this is all the benefits that having a teacher provides and Uh, then also it brings some sense of accountability in a way because if I know that I have a lesson coming in two weeks I think I'm more likely to actually practice something instead of if I like never had a lesson I think so that's also uh, I think one good point Hmm. wow that was a very nice answer I was afraid you would say hmm now that you mention it Maybe I don't need lessons anyway. Uh, No, that's good to hear. And now, since you're able to play the Game of Thrones, like what's now your motivation to keep on going? Is, Is it usually a specific piece of music or is it the the regular practice in itself that has been become so rewarding for you that that you don't need to have a pie in the sky to reach for? Hmm. Um, It really depends. I think it's a combination of both because um, I do like, as I said, like playing uh, here and there, just something, whatever I want for myself. Uh, Then uh, whenever I'm practicing for something uh, that I'm going through with you during the lessons, then sometimes uh, it might become too difficult or something. But still, then what powers me through is that I know that the lesson is coming and I should practice. So that's also like uh, it creates a bit of a like accountability, as I said before. And 
then another motivation is that yes, oftentimes I hear some piece of music and then I hear the cello in it and I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to pl- uh, to be able to play this. Uh, so I have a bunch of stuff that uh, like keeps me going in a way. And then on the other hand, I also um, like I oftentimes like to improvise on the piano and then I have uh, a bunch of recordings of uh, some stuff that I played and it sounded nice. And also in, I was thinking that maybe in the future I could uh, couple it together with the cello and maybe actually like compose something in a way. So that's also another thing that I'm like thinking about in the back of my mind, but I'm just like collecting uh, experience skills and <laughs> also some ideas for now, but not really acting on it just yet. But it might come in one year, two years, five years, ten years. I don't know. But uh, I think it will come at some point. And then there is uh, this another, like maybe too far-fetched of a goal that I don't think I'm practicing enough for. But I think it would be also very rewarding and nice to try to play in maybe some smaller orchestra. Because I like to hear, um, I like to listen to classical music and also neoclassical. But, and also various soundtracks from movies and series and games, etc., but I also love hearing music live, and I think being uh, a part of it, like as a performer, that must be a whole new experience. Um, probably stressful, but also rewarding in a different way, I think. So uh, maybe that's also something that uh, I would be aiming for, but um, probably not anytime now, because I still have a lot of stuff to learn. And just so you know, in an orchestra, Cello parts are usually a lot simpler than the things you are playing in our lessons, the solo cello things. You know, the in an orchestra, the cello has the bass role. So very often you have the root notes and basic rhythms and you together with the other bass instruments provide this floor for the rest of the orchestra to... I kind of live in <laughs> and be stacked yep. upon. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also knowing this, also knowing this makes me um, feel good that I know that it is actually within a possible realm within the uh, next couple of years, maybe uh, if I'm seated somewhere in a, a very back seat of the cello players and just playing some legato notes here and there, then um, I think that's very doable. So that's also quite exciting. Yes, absolutely. It's a lot harder for uh, the violins. Can imagine. <laughs> they get all the fast runs. Um, do you have something to say to other adults out there who are thinking of starting to play the cello, but they feel it's, it's just too big of a task um i guess um i guess what i would say is um for them first not to be afraid to start because uh like one of the components uh of being afraid of starting something new i think is that uh it might feel like too big of a commitment and that's already too much of stuff is happening in their lives and um they cannot they are not they don't think they would be able to have another commitment but um what i would say as an advice here is that 
um, like not don't be afraid to start because uh, like worst case scenario you can also quit anytime just like you can start anytime so um, I don't think that has to be um, like any kind of thing that influences the choice whether to start or not uh, I would say just start and see if it works out if it doesn't you, you can just quit and move on that's also fine uh, but it's always important to at least try to see if it works out because um, you never know until you try. And then another piece of advice I would say is that, yes, it's very uh, important to just show up and even play with the instrument for five minutes a day. That's completely fine. But uh, that's mostly to stimulate and try forming a habit that the instrument is there as a part of the daily life. And then I think it's more likely that the person would feel like actually playing uh, if they try to remind themselves of, I don't know, just spending a couple of minutes per day with the instrument. And another last thing is that uh, it might sound a bit harsh, but um, don't, uh, I guess, expect that it will like really sound good in the first couple of months because it really isn't, <laughs> at least for me. Um, I know that I really, uh, I was happy to play and uh, and see that I improve, but it didn't really sound good, of course. So uh, especially when there is like someone else listening, that might be a bit uh, stressful, I suppose. <laughs> Very nice. And the place to start, you would say, is to find the cello and then to find a teacher um probably yes but i think it can go also the other way around because uh, my partner just recently started playing the violin and how he went about it is that um he first uh, contacted a teacher thanks to your recommendation and then they figured out how it's gonna work with the violin and on the first lesson um, his teacher actually she had a spare violin that he could use and then he just found a rental one in the meantime so um, I guess anyway works um, but yes there are the two prerequisites I would say getting the instruments and then getting the teacher but I don't think the order matters in a way that um, you can just always figure it out on the go <laughs> And what would you say to someone who has recently started to learn, but they they just feel it's too hard and they want to stop? Um, like I think it's uh, something that we like kind of discussed already. Is that um, like if the person feels like this for a very long time and also uh, not under the like influence of emotions? then maybe it's actually a better choice to just like stop or just take a break and maybe reflect if that's something that they are missing or not like just take a break i'm not saying like quit completely and never go back but just take a break and see if it's something that they feel like doing again or if the if playing the instrument was uh having some positive effects on them in any way um because, as I said, for me personally, sometimes I get into this 
when I'm practicing something that's very difficult and I don't know how to go uh, on about it. And then I feel a bit frustrated and then like the emotions start taking over a little bit and I of course get worked up and I'm like, okay, maybe I should quit. But like deep down, I know that's not what I mean. Of course, it's just that I got a bit frustrated. So uh, it might be also that some other stuff as, uh, is going on in their life. So maybe they are not in the best place to actually go through the fact that it can be sometimes stressful, of course, especially in the beginnings when it's, as I said, it doesn't sound good and um, it takes a couple of months or maybe it can take even like a, a year or two till it actually sounds good or in a way that the player expected to sound when they started. So um, either just take a break, reflect and see if that's something that they want to continue doing or... Um, just unfortunately try to bear through it and it will get better eventually for sure <laughs> very nice did you feel lonely in this activity like did you because i haven't come across many who start when they're 20 i meet people who start as children or like when they are in their like 50s or something and there's this new chapter in their lives and they want to follow a dream have you felt the need for some kind of community of other young adults who are on a similar path as you are mm, a bit yes for sure but i don't think it's like a prevalent or major topic that i would be concerned about I for like as I said like maybe in in at some point I'd like uh to try playing an orchestra or something but I also like the component of it that it's uh, a very like it can be a very like solo activity per se that is like just time for me and the cello to spend and nothing else and that also feels good in a way um uh, but regarding your question, I, I like for sure it sometimes gets to feel a bit lonely in a sense that um, I don't know anyone who would be st like really starting an instrument at the age of 20, like without starting as a kid. Like I always also thought that, oh, playing the violin or playing the cello, it's something that um, you do when you are a kid and you start as a kid and then naturally you continue playing. Um, maybe up to your 20s or something and uh, as I know with many of my friends they basically after they started going to universities and started working they don't really have time for their violence anymore so they just don't play anymore uh, which I think is a bit sad but that's a different topic um, but also yeah I don't like it's it feels a bit lonely in a way that I don't know many people who would start at the age of 20 uh, with some instrument and just continue playing um i can see with my partner that he started just recently to play the violin so uh he is one of these people and it started in their 20s but otherwise i don't really know anyone apart from that so in that sense it feels a bit maybe lonely that um i'm one of the very few or maybe i just don't know about others yeah if there are anyone else out there we can comment on this episode <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram or something saying I'm also here maybe there is like one person in Singapore 
Yeah. Okay. What's next for you on your cello journey? What's inspiring you today? Um, recently, it has been. Um, I I guess more and more actually. I'm I'm thinking more and more about trying to. Um, maybe, as I said, compose something. So I've been experimenting on the piano and sometimes uh, having the recording of it, playing it back uh, on my computer and then trying to play some cello with it a little bit. So that's a bit of a motivation <laughs> quite recently. And then hmm. uh, also with our lessons, uh, as I said, what I want to continue with is playing more like uh, developing some kind of techniques or different bowing techniques or um yeah um uh, playing something uh like challenging in a way so that also whenever i'm improvising it actually would get better or also if i'm deciding maybe as i said like to play with someone at some point that it would also um i would have like a wider spectrum of uh like skill set of techniques uh so that um it's easier for me to try playing something new completely so that's exciting. You've already brought something to our lessons that you transcribed in sheet music from a, a computer game. Yes. Right? Yes. That's so exciting for me as a teacher to see what you come with, because that's something I have no clue about. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing you next time, whenever that will be. And thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you very much as well. Uh, it's been a very novel experience for me. <laughs> oh, oh but... I forgot to ask you to say, because uh, you're working with something uh, quite different from cello playing. What are you working with? Um, I'm working as a programmer. So um, specifically, I develop apps for iOS. So it is uh, different from music, but at least... Uh, from what also I've been told, and I can see it for myself as well, is that um, like when programming or developing some feature, it's uh, a lot about like seeing some patterns or connecting the dots, basically. And also, it's like very logical in a sense. When and also while playing the cello and trying to uh, keep up with the rhythm and trying to like decode the notes and pitches and what to play and how to play and optimize for like finger positions and everything it has some like uh, i guess like similarities in a way and uh, in the ways uh, of how you like employ the brain when doing the activity so um how however far away it might seem i don't think it's that far away in a way so yeah <laughs> both are creative endeavors Yes. Thanks for listening. If you want to leave a comment or a question to do with this conversation, you can do so on my website, on Kofi, or on Instagram. I'll link to all of those in the show notes. Soundtrack is by Annie Amer. I'm happy you're here. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>